0: Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College as well as Ohio Christian University, and his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer.
1: Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's such a good day to be with you. And uh, I just pray that you're blessed today. I pray that God is shining down on you wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. And I'm excited. Today is the one year mark of this podcast. And it's just amazing what God has done. In a year's time, I started this podcast back in the middle of the pandemic in July of last year 2020 and it is now July 2021 and I am just amazed at how God has been faithful. I felt God leading me to do it. Came up against opposition absolutely but felt God leading me to do it and I've been uh, putting out at least one podcast a week some weeks two, uh, depending on what was going on in the world but um, we have just seen this blessed and it, at to date there are thousands of listens on all the podcasts and what what's amazing to me is that some weeks I'll get on and look at the insights because I can see uh, the general areas where people are listening or um, I can see the listens for each podcast episode and sometimes the weeks prior to the current podcast will receive more listens than the current podcast for the week. So people have gone back or people have found those old podcasts and are listening to them. And um, to date, it's been listened to in over 20 countries all over the world. And I'm just so grateful at what God has done and how he's used this podcast. Um, And so with that said, this coming week, Uh, There will be sort of a rebrand of the podcast. It's going to be switched over from the Caleb Schaefer podcast to Faith Talk, and I'll be discussing on that podcast uh, different ways to build your faith, uh, different miracle stories, testimonies, different things that will help you uh, grow your faith in these last days. I'll be giving you some ideas of things you need to do uh, in these last days. We'll still be covering some end times topics Every so often, and and what's going on in the world, um, but I wanted to kind of shift away from my name for the podcast in hopes that uh, somebody might listen to the podcast, and and they would pick something like Faith Talk over uh, the Caleb Schaefer podcast. Somebody that they may not know. So it's it's uh, all sorts of different promptings and leadings of the Holy Spirit just different reasons why I'm doing it. But um, I'll still be your host. I'll still be on here each week, just rebranding with uh, new graphics, new um, intro and outro, different things like that. And then um, just putting it out there even more to different people with different topics. I'd love to do some interview type podcasts where people who have testimonies, Uh, get on here and and share with you their testimony as I interview them, different things like that. So I have some ideas. It's going to be really cool, I promise, and I'm excited about it. I'm excited that you're continuing to listen, that you're subscribing to the podcast, uh, whatever platform you listen on. We're on uh, obviously on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, all sorts of different uh, podcast Arenas, um, but if you get on there and search, you will be able to find the old podcasts as well. If you need to go back and listen to anything, or if you're just tuning in for the very first time, you can go back, listen to the old podcasts, and I know that they'll bless you. But I'm excited about it, and I'm excited that you're here today. I'm not going to talk any more about it today because I want to get into the, uh, the word of God. And I want to read you from Exodus chapter 14. Now, if you remember what happened in Exodus, the, the people of God had been imprisoned, had been enslaved in Egypt for 400 years, 400 years is a long time. That means nobody living remembered what it was like to be free. Nobody living had ever been free. Everybody that was there, uh, that left Egypt, were all prisoners all of their entire life they were slaves to the egyptians and that's important to remember because there are times uh, i believe in our lives where we can go so long in a certain bondage that we forget what it felt like to be free we forget what it felt like to be whole we forget what it felt like to not have a bondage maybe it's fear maybe it's uh, an addiction whatever it is Um, you go so long in it, and you can't remember what it feels like to be free. You can't remember what it feels like to not have that hanging over your head. And there are even certain generational things uh, that take place in families where everybody in a line of succession through the family are addicted to certain things, are addicted to alcohol, are addicted to uh, drugs, are or there are lines of uh, divorce through family lines. The grandmother and the grandfather and then the son and the daughter-in-law and then the grandson and the granddaughter-in-law. Get like, Divorce just takes, uh, takes a toll and people continue on down through generations. And so people can't remember what it was like to have uh, a family that didn't have divorce involved. And so there are so many things um, that we can compare this to where the people in Egypt held the Israelite pe- people captive and the people did not remember what it felt like to have freedom. And so they're on their way out. God has struck the Egyptian people with the death of the firstborn, that plague that killed so many, where the Hebrew people had to put the blood of the lamb over their doorposts and lentils of their house. And they were spared. They were kept. Um, But before that happened, the Bible tells us that they were instructed to go to their neighbors and ask to borrow gold and riches and everything that they could get their hands on, jewelry. And they did. And the Egyptian people loaned them their jewelry and their gold, not knowing that they were not going to get it back, that God was about to set the people free and the people were leaving with all of the spoils all of the riches so they were set free pharaoh says get out of here leave and um then in exodus chapter 14 starting at verse 5 the bible says this when it was told the king of egypt that the people fled the heart of pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people and they said why have we done this That we have let Israel go from serving us. So he made ready with his chariot and took his people with him, and he took six hundred select chariots, and all the chariots of Egypt, and officers over every one of them. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. However, the children of Israel went out with confidence. But the Egyptians pursued after them and all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them camping by the sea beside Pi-hahiroth before baal zephon So we see the children of Israel going out away from the Egyptian bondage, away from captivity, and Pharaoh and his army said, you know what, we need to go back after them. Are we crazy for letting them go? And they went back after them. They went back after slaves, and they went back after their riches. They went back after their plunder because Israel left Egypt rich. (laughs) The people of God left bondage completely rich with the spoils of Egypt. They took all their gold, all their riches that the people had, and they went out of Egypt with all of that so Pharaoh wasn't just mad that the people uh, who were his slaves left, and he wasn't going to be able to build more uh, monuments and more palaces and more pyramids, that type of thing. He wasn't mad just because the slaves had left. He was mad also because the people took all of Egypt's gold and riches. They were, they were uh, robbed blind, basically, as the people of God left. And so Pharaoh said, we're going to go after them. We're going to go after them. And the Bible tells us that they mounted up their horses, they mounted up their chariots, and they went after the people of God because they wanted their slaves back. They wanted their gold back. And then the Bible tells us, we know the story that they came up against the Red Sea. And I preach the story of Moses and the story of Exodus. The whole story of Moses is incredible, but I preach that story probably it's one of my favorite things to preach. I probably preach it about more than anything. Um when I get the opportunity, I talk about it a lot. But what we need to know about this story is we all know the Red Sea parted and God sent them on through. But I want to zero in on this today. That Pharaoh did not want to let the people of God go. When they were in Egypt, he didn't want to let them go. And when they left Egypt, he didn't want to let them go either. And in the story, um, we see God delivering the people. We see God bringing the people out. And a lot of the time when God is doing something in your life, the enemy does not want it to happen. When God is giving you a breakthrough, when God is delivering you, when God is healing you, when God is giving you a blessing, the enemy does not want that to happen. And the enemy... Uh, is a type of Pharaoh in this in this story where the the Pharaoh was trying to do everything he could to stop God's promise from taking place for his people. Pharaoh was trying to uh, stop God's promise for com- from coming to pass for his people. And so Pharaoh, not only did he put up resistance before they got out of Egypt, but he tried to chase them down after they got out of Egypt. After they got out of the bondage, Pharaoh said, let's go after them. And so many times in life, when God is doing something, when God is setting you free, when God is hailing you, when God is blessing you, all of the all of the above, when God is doing those things, so many times... The devil will try to chase you down. What do I mean? He tries to chase you down so that you doubt what happened really happened. He tries to chase you down after you've received that breakthrough. After you've received that deliverance or that healing. He tries to chase you down to make you doubt it. He tries to make you doubt your healing. He'll give you an ache or a pain. Whatever your healing was. He'll give you a a bad scan at the doctor. He'll give you... All sorts of things in your body if you got a healing to try to make you doubt and try to make you grab hold of what he's saying rather than what you experienced with God. He will try to do that 100% of the time, 100% of the time he will try to do that. Another thing he will try to do is if you are receiving a deliverance, if you are in the middle of God setting you free, the devil will try to chase you back down with temptation. He will try to chase you down uh, with whatever that temptation was that you were giving into. He will try to get a hold of you in that temptation. He'll try to make you doubt that you ever got set free. He'll try to make you doubt that, uh, that God really did it because uh because you're still tempted with it or because uh because he doesn't want you to be set free he doesn't want you to be set free so we've got to understand that anytime god is doing something the devil is going to try to make a counter move there's one minister that that we know that he says it's like a chess match god makes a move The enemy makes a counter move. God makes a move. The enemy makes a counter move. But what we got to understand is that God is always a step ahead of the adversary. God's always a step ahead of the enemy because we know that the Bible tells us God split the Red Sea, even though that Pharaoh and his army had the had the people of God pressed up against the Red Sea and they didn't see a way out so God split the Red Sea and let them walk on through and then they got to the other side and looked back and the Bible tells us that Pharaoh and his army were swallowed up in the Red Sea. God let those walls of water come down and swallow up the Egyptian army and Pharaoh and so they were no more. Um, And then the Bible tells us Moses sang a song and then it says Miriam the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a tambourine in her hand and all the women went out after her with tambourines and with dancing and Miriam answered them, sing to the Lord for he triumphed gloriously, the horse and the rider he has thrown into the sea a horse and the rider. He is thrown into the sea. He hurled the Pharaoh's army. He hurled Pharaoh down into the sea, and they've been swallowed up. They are no more, and they did a celebration. They had a celebration. They sang. They danced. They played tambourines, and they made a joyful noise to the Lord because they looked back and saw the thing that was chasing them swallowed up in the Red Sea. And today I want to tell you, whatever it is that you are looking in the rearview mirror and you are seeing coming after you, whether that's a sickness, whether that's some sort of a bondage, whether that's uh, some sort of lack or poverty, whatever that thing is that is chasing you. In the rearview mirror, you can see it coming up behind you. It does not want to leave you out of bondage. You may have walked away from it once. You may have walked out once, but the devil does not want to let you go free. Another pastor that I know says this. He, He says, freedom is never granted from an oppressor. It must always be demanded by the oppressed. Freedom is never just freely given by the devil. It must be demanded by the one who is captive it must be demanded by the one who's held in bondage and you've got to demand your freedom you've got to stand firm on the word of God you've got to trust him and believe that he's going to swallow up your enemy in the Red Sea even though you can see the enemy chasing you from behind even though you can look back over your shoulder and see the enemy coming after you let me tell you this the enemy will be swallowed up if you do not give in to his tactics the enemy cannot come back at you after you've been set free after you've been healed after you've been delivered you cannot you cannot give in to his tactics because that is the only way that you can go back into bondage if you start living in that fear if you start living in that worry if you start participating in that sin again if you start participating in the thing that held you bound so long you will go back into Egypt. That's what the devil wants. He wants his slave back. But if you go forward, if you press forward, yes, it's scary sometimes. Yes, you don't know what's going to happen next. Yes, it looks like the enemy's gaining ground on you. Yes, all of those things, all of the above. But if you keep pressing forward, God will swallow him up in the red sea the horse and the rider will be swallowed up and you will be rejoicing like Moses did like the people of e- the people of Israel did and like the pe- like Miriam did with her tambourine and that's what I want to tell you today listen if it looks like something's chasing you from behind if it looks like that fear is coming back on you, if it looks like that anxiety is coming back on you, if it looks like that sickness or that, that bondage is coming back on you, listen to me. Keep going forward keep going forward. That's all you got to do. If you don't quit, you win every time because God is going to put a barrier in between you and the enemy. If you're continuing to press on towards God, that's where you're going forward to. You're going forward in God. If you continue to press on into God, you continue to read, you continue to study, you continue to play worship, you continue to keep your heart and your mind fixed on God. God will put a barrier up between you and the enemy. That's how it works. God will step in and he will protect his children. He will protect his people. There is nothing that's too hard for God and he will do it. One of the things that I like to practice is I like to keep worship music on in my room, even when I'm not home, even when I'm away. I like to keep worship music on or, or some sort of Christian TV. Sun Life Broadcasting is a great uh, a great channel to keep on or, or day stars a great channel to keep on if you keep on some sort of Christian uh, Christian music Christian TV whatever it is and keep your mind constantly fixed on God keep sermons on keep messages on that people have have preached that you trust there is something about continually having your mind and your heart fixed on God. And if you keep pressing forward into that, you will not go backwards into bondage. You will not go backwards into captivity. It feels weird sometimes to to be free. It feels weird sometimes to be healed and, and you don't understand what's next. But you have got to go forward and you can't go back because if you turn back, the enemy will surely put his grips back on you and drag you back into bondage and slavery it's, it's undoubted. What if the, what if the Israelite people had said, you know what? We might as well just turn around and go back. They're coming after us anyway. Let's turn around and go back. Or they got up against the Red Sea and they would have had no faith and said, you know what? We're, we're just, they've got us and that's it. And there's no way out. And God parted the Red Sea And the Israelites looked at it and said, that's a little too scary for us, a little too dangerous, we're not going to go forward, we'll just go back to Egypt. Pharaoh and his army would have gladly taken the people back, and it would have been worse when they got back to Egypt than it was before. It would have been absolutely worse, they would have put them under lock and key to an even greater extent had they gone back to Egypt. And that's why you can't turn back around. That's why you can't go backwards. You've got to go forwards only. You've got to go towards the Lord. You've got to press on towards the Lord. Because if you do not, the devil will make it worse for you when you go back into bondage. The devil will make it worse for you. Whatever it is, he'll make it absolutely worse. And you've got to know that. So the only direction... The only way is to go forward. We don't turn back. We don't allow the enemy to scare us into turning back. Even though we see him coming up behind us, we don't allow him to manipulate us with his fear tactics to cause us to doubt, to go backwards. We go forward only. And that is what I want to tell you today. The enemy might be chasing you down. You've come out of a lot. You've come out of so much. You have done so great, and I'm so proud of you. And God has brought you through so many things. And you might be seeing the enemy come up right behind you right now, but you cannot turn back. You've got to go forward. He will chase you. Yes, he will try to chase down his slave. But if you do not turn back, if you press forward, God is going to put a barrier up between you and the enemy. And he will swallow the enemy up in the Red Sea. You can get your tambourine out and dance right now. You can get your celebration, get your party hat on right now. Get your party whistles and your streamers and your confetti and have a piece of cake because God is delivering you and he is putting up the barrier between you and the enemy as long as you are pressing into him. I'm telling you, it works. It works. Don't turn back, don't be afraid. Of what you see in the rearview mirror. Because the enemy cannot come and get you back. If you are pressing on in the Lord. If you are pressing into Jesus. And you are relentless about it. Be militant about it. I'm telling you. It works. It works. Well I want to pray a prayer today. And uh, I want to pray over you. As you see the enemy coming up behind you and making threats. I want to pray a prayer for anybody who's listening who might not be saved. And uh, I believe God is going to touch someone today. So if you need to be saved, if you need to know Jesus Christ, this is the most important decision you could ever make. This is the most important thing you could ever do in your life is to know Jesus Christ, to make a commitment to him and uh, you say, I don't know Jesus Christ, I don't know him, I want you to pray this prayer with me. It's a very simple prayer, and it begins your journey with the Lord. It's a relationship with him. It's not a bunch of rituals. It's not a bunch of ideas uh, that man came up with that you have to follow, but it is a relationship with him. And so all you have to do is pray this prayer. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I believe he's your son. I believe he died on the cross and that he rose again. I believe that his son, your son, has the power to cleanse me from all my sin. So wash me in the blood that Jesus shed on Calvary. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you every single day. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time today, or if you've prayed it many times before and you just rededicated your life to the Lord, I would love to hear from you. Please contact me on any of my social media. I'll be glad to pray with you. I'll be glad to agree with you and encourage you on this newfound journey with the Lord Jesus. Right now, I want to pray over everybody who is listening to this podcast who may just need some encouragement because they see the enemy coming up behind them just like pharaoh did you've come out of bondage you've come out of imprisonment uh in the spirit you've come out of of lack you've come out of a health crisis and you see the enemy trying to come back listen don't turn back just go forward i want to pray over you today father god i thank you today for the ones that are listening for the ones that are are listening to this podcast lord who are so in love with you and so faithful to you god and i pray that you be faithful to them right now and god that you would deliver them from the enemy that is coming up behind them god don't let the enemy make make them think that god he has any power over them i I know god they see him coming up behind them. they've been delivered and the devil wants his slaves back God right now we bind that devil we bind that enemy God and I pray you put up a barrier between your people and the enemy as they fight on as they press into you as they press towards you in the faith God I pray that your people would be set free totally God that the enemy would be swallowed up in the sea and your people will rejoice God that they can get out their tambourine they can sing they can dance and they can have a party God because the enemy has no power over them so God God, I rebuke that fear. I rebuke that anxiety. God, those things that, that are keeping people bound up in their minds, God, keeping them afraid. And in the name of Jesus, God, I pray that you would strengthen your people and cause them to look forward and go forward in you. God, give them strength. Give them encouragement today. It's in Jesus' name I pray amen and amen. Well, thank you so much for listening today. I have a song I want to play as we close out today, and I pray that it will bless you. It's just, it's about this very thing about the people of Israel getting set free and leaving Egypt, and the horse and the rider are swallowed up in the Red Sea. It's called Exodus by Eddie James, and uh, you can download any of his music on Apple iTunes, on Amazon Music, on Spotify, YouTube. It's all all over the place. Um, but I'm going to play this song as we close out today. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. And I'll talk to you next week on the faith talk podcast right here on this very channel where you're listening right now. So don't get afraid. If you see something change, it'll, I'll be still here and it'll be me on the podcast. Um, It's just going to be a rebrand this coming week. So God bless you. Have a great day. Enjoy this song.
2: The sound of freedom. We cried many tears to the God of our father. One little did we know that Pharaoh was not done, but with Pharaoh's army behind and the Red Sea before, Moses lifted up his rod and he called on the name of the Lord, and the sea split, parting in two, Pharaoh and his army drowned, but we came on through, and the sea split, parting into Pharaoh and this army drowned by the we... Out of water, we look back in wonder at the horse and the rider. Pharaoh and his army are defeated and destroyed. All oh, the shouting and singing and dancing for joy for the sea split. Parting in two, Pharaoh and his army drowned, but we came on through and the sea split. Street. yeah
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebshafer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.